Good morning, my friends. I was up babysitting till about one in the morning last night if I look a little tired. It's a great thing about being a grandpa. I just got to get my kids to come home earlier like I used to when I was in charge. <laughs> my friends, we just heard in the gospel that a rich man's steward was turned in to his boss by someone, someone, that he was mismanaging the, the rich man's property. Now I wonder who turned him in. Was it a friend? Was it a frenemy? Maybe a competitor for the job. Mm, I'll take this job, he thinks, if I can just get this guy fired. Sounds like there may have been a nest of immoral merchants and competitive managers, and this is all in the first sentence of the gospel. They may have been watching too many episodes of The Apprentice, I don't know, and this is just the beginning. But the rich man summons the steward and asks for a full accounting because his service is about to end. Uh-oh, I'm going to get canned, thinks the steward. And he thinks about it and he realizes too that he is too weak and old to do real labor. He's ashamed to beg. What's he going to do? He does what a business person in the world would do. He gets creative. And he thinks, what would the merchants that I've been dealing with, what would make them glad to see me after I'm discharged if I am? So he quickly calls them together and he says, let's write down, and I mean discount, what you owe to a fraction on the new promissory note to the rich man. How much do you owe him, he asks. Write a bill for half and sign it. And you, you owe 100 measures, write it down to 80. Now why would he do that? He would do that because he needs to save his own life and reputation. Everyone knows when you lose a job, it's just business. But everyone knows when you lose a job, it's just personal. And so, he had to save his life and his reputation, but he also had to try to enhance the reputation of the rich man. Why is that? You see, a steward made his living the way a tax collector made his living. He took a haircut, took a commission on everything, and that was how he made his money and that's how he lived well. He lived on the proceeds collected from the rich man and it, and it looked like, to everyone involved, that the steward must be doing this at the rich man's behest. He had to be in agreement to offer a discount because after all, it's just business. So the steward acted in the person of the rich man in all of his dealings and it was assumed that he had the rich man's consent. It is similar to the priest at mass acting in the person of Christ in persona Christi we presume that he has God and the church's consent and he represents God. Isn't it similar then too to St. Paul telling the Gentiles that they had a share in everlasting life. They had a share in the kingdom. The kingdom that had previously thought was only going to be for the people of Israel. The steward was using his worldly ways to save his skin and to make his situation better. And he does it with alarm, with immediacy, and with decisiveness. 
That is the message of this gospel, my friends. And the point of this is that God is not suggesting that we act dishonestly, particularly act dishonestly in his name, but he is suggesting that we use some of our natural tools and skills that he gave us with the same alacrity and focus for the spiritual life that we use in our dealings in the natural world. And that we do it on his behalf. The rich man discovers that the steward has done this and he wryly commends the shrewd steward. And we never really hear whether the steward was ultimately discharged or not. But we can't forget the first reading, the reading from Amos, where there is a promise that the Lord will not forget the horrible behavior of the people who set their scales for cheating, who buy the lowly with silver, who buy the poor for a pair of sandals. So God is not condoning this ruthlessness, this unscrupulousness among his people. They raise prices to take advantage of shortages. They line their pockets at the expense of the poor. And how does this relate to the gospel message, the message today? I think it is interesting instruction for us that we be hypersensitive and aware that we have to make full use of our resources for the service of God. It makes total sense to me because we are steeped in and at times overcome by the world that we live in. It's painful, it's clear, no servant can serve two masters. And so we must serve God with all our heart, using the natural gifts that he has given to us, using every crafty and licit legal means that we can think of throughout our life to make evident the coming of the kingdom of God. While we build up the church, it is important to remember from the first reading that among the church's most prized possessions are her poor. As the Holy Father reminds us frequently, and this is what mammon means, mammon is not cash, it's not money, mammon is all property including buildings and land, that all of this is intertwined. The Holy Father reminds us constantly that all of this is intertwined so that we first have to be stewards of our homes, of our earth, and we cannot become confused by the lure of power, prestige, and possessions, which are the big three that we strive for, that we're trained to strive for all of our lives. We can't cashier the future of our children. So Jesus wanted his disciples to see in a worldly way that there are three things that we should take to heart today. First of all, an accounting is coming. That's a promise. Second, now is the time to make decisive and radical change in our lives. Immediate, decisive, fast. And all of our worldly wealth is passing. As we all know, it can go away quickly. So we can't really depend on that. And what we can depend on is our ability to share it with the people who need it most. Today we proclaim a gospel that announces a quick change from the way things have been in terms of our life management style and some decisive action that we may need to take so that we can become the stewards who are entrusted with the resources of the earth. We are the stewards who are entrusted with the care of the poor. 
Brothers and sisters, it's up to you and I. We have to reveal the generosity of God. 